Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bonnie. I appreciate it. Hallelujah. Now, would you welcome Pastor Charles Farina? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pastor uh, went to John 17. It's one of my favorite chapters because it's the Lord's Prayer. And he said, Jesus said to the Father, the same glory that you gave me I've given to them talking about the church now I don't know what that means to you but I could change my sermon over that the glory that God gave to Jesus he has given to his church and we need to learn how to live in the glory don't get too excited and then he said (laughs) The same love you loved me with, you loved them with. Jesus loves you as much as he loved Jesus. That ought to do something for you. Well, okay. (laughs) Glory to God. I have been meditating over this. You know, the last couple weeks, the man, the pastor, has preached on the Holy Ghost and not uh, that door, oh God, I, I'm going to take off on that. And I want to tell you something. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is more than speaking in tongues. See, we are known as tongue talkers. And to a lot of people, we're of the devil. And the only thing I can't figure out is if we're of the devil, how come we have so much love? And, and <laughs> you know, the devil don't, he don't do that. He doesn't make love. He, he makes hate. Oh, well, okay. Uh, you, you're going to have to help me. I, if you don't shout, I'll shout myself down. I mean, bless God. I'm excited about Jesus. You know, the prophets have been talking for a long time now about a move of God where miracles are the norm. Folk, I don't know if I'm going to get to this message, Pastor. We are Pentecostals. We need to act like it. You got a lot of churches that are, you know, seeker friendly and no manifestations in the service. Let me tell you something. We're Pentecostals, and we don't need to be ashamed of the Holy Ghost. And and you may hear this twice, but Bonnie, boldness is a byproduct of the Holy Ghost. Be bold. She's precious, that lady. She helped us today. Glory to God. We've got to pray that God would let us be a part of, of the next move of God. We must pray for souls to be saved. Look around. You see all these empty chairs. God, fill them, fill them, fill them. See, you got to see the place filled. 
You got to, in your spirit, you got to see people worshiping and praising God and getting excited. Are we hungry? And are we thirsty for the Holy Ghost? They that hunger and thirst will be filled. Oh, whoo. You just need to be hungry and thirsty. God, I want more. God, I want more. God, I want more. You know, we're, we're bound by a lot of distractions in this world. I don't know what you watch on TV, but that could be one of the areas. We spend, average Americans spend six hours a day in front of the boob tube. Only God knows how much we spend in front of the Bible. Come on. You can tell I'm another generation. (laughs) Let me, when I say to you, the baptism is more than tongues. I am not putting tongues down by any measure. In fact, I want to encourage you to speak in tongues more. I just got done reading Daddy Hagen's book. Daddy's gone to glory now. And I think his kid must have put this together. But to me, it was a refresher. And then it was more than that because it brought back some of the old speaking in tongues by the hour until, the, until you felt the liberty, until the burden left, uh, praying it through. That, this new generation, they don't know what that means, praying it through. Help us, Lord, yes. to pray it through. Yes. Hallelujah. (laughs) The idea of being filled is God's anointing on your life for his service. Not just get saved, get dunked in water, and then get filled with the Holy Ghost and sit on your bump till Gabriel blows the horn. No. It's being anointed to serve God. That's what the Holy Ghost is all about. It's about an anointing. If you read the Old Testament, you know, they poured oil on Aaron's head till it ran down, you know, all the way down. And, and, and it was just a type of the Holy Ghost. God is saying, you don't need that now. No more, no physical oil. Just let me put my spirit in you till you have power from on high to serve me. Okay, I have a question. God can't lie. Ye shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me. God can't lie. So I'm asking you how much power is in your life? Question number two. How much witnessing are you doing? You know, this beautiful lady don't go out there just to show off. People are going to come to her. She's going to have to be bold. Hmm? See, we have power in our lives to witness. Somehow we got to believe there is something in us 
working outside of the natural into the supernatural. It's a baptism of love and power and glory. Okay, 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 okay. Boldness is the byproduct. Enjoy the blessing, but it's really so that you can touch others. Hmm? I mean, there's something about the Holy Ghost that's really nice. When I'm anointed, honey, I'm in another I'm in God's zone. I'm in another world. I would rather live in the anointing than anywhere. Huh? Glory to God. And so he said, Terry, until you be anewed with power. That makes me wonder if maybe we, we should tarry a little longer even after we get the tongues. But anyway, uh, John seventeen thirty seven. I have all kinds of scripture, and I'm, you know, I'm just going to use some of them. Oh, it's the last day of the feast. And the Bible says he stood and he cried. The literal translation is he screamed it. He yelled it. If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. And I'm saying, oh God, bring us back. Bring us back to the all night prayer meetings. Bring us back, Lord to hungering and thirsting. Bring us back until the power of the Holy Ghost is manifest in our hearts, in our lives. In Acts 2, (laughs) oh, I I didn't tell you what he yelled. (laughs) He said, He said, he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers, say rivers, Rivers. of living water. God wants you flowing with a supernatural honey. The more you drink, the more you're going to have to share. Uh, By the way, when you drink, did you ever try drinking and talking at the same time? It really don't work. When you're drinking, you're just taking it in. Hello? There's a time to talk and a time to drink. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Have good news, he's been glorified. Hung on the cross, died, raised from the dead, glorified. And he said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. Boy, that's a mouthful. Jesus saying, I'm sending you the comforter which is another name. They'll probably talk about that on Wednesday night. Comforter. It's the Holy Ghost. I'm sending you my spirit so you can operate like I would operate. Are, are, you, are you 
Getting it? No? Uh-huh. Okay. Acts 2, 38 and 39. Peter said this. He said, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift. It's a gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, to your children, to all that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jude one twenty, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Why do we speak in tongues? So we can build ourselves up in the most holy faith. Well, I don't understand what I'm saying. Well, if God thought you should understand it, he'd give you an interpretation. Don't worry about it. Just say it. It's the language of heaven. Talking in tongues is the language of heaven. God understands it, but the devil don't. Everything about the Holy Ghost is benefits. More revelation on the Word. The Word is alive. It's absolute truth. You got to settle that in your mind. The word is absolute truth. It's alive. And the Holy Ghost makes it real to me. More love. Baptism helps you love people the way Jesus does. We sometimes have a problem loving some people because of their behavior. But you have to learn how to love the person and not the sin. Hello. Love will get a job done. You know, you, you, you just can't tell me that them people who want attention, stealing TVs and, and burning buildings and all that. No, no, no. That's not, that's not the way to go, honey. You ain't going to get it that way. You might get yourself hurt. I don't even want to go there. That's a bunch of baloney. He speaks to us. I'm giving you the benefits, okay? More revelation on the word, more love. He talks to you. The Holy Ghost will speak to you. How many have ever had the Holy Ghost speak to you? One... One, uh, I, was, I was telling my brother Osi, I had good revivals in Wyoming. And one was a first Christian church, Disciples of Christ. We had a Saturday night service. And they had a spread of meal. It was awesome spread of food. I mean, just looked so good. And I heard God say, I heard the Holy Ghost say, Don't eat a bite! I heard it so clear. I got me a little cup of water. Sister Farina was alive at that time. She said, God didn't tell me not to eat all eating. Of course, you know, she carried something that was awesome anyway. And to make a long story short, that meeting broke out. 
Holy Ghost began to move. People, she went one way. There's no bullying alley. She went one way and I went the other. And, and, and for a couple hours, all we saw was miracles. I saw people delivered from demons. And, and I thought, oh God, I don't have any help. But I had a few and I didn't know it. Had some charismatics in that church. <laughs> all because God said, don't eat. I got, I got something special here. See, he'll talk to you. He may say, go see the neighbor or go visit a sick person. Mm. He'll show us things to come. That's right out of the word. God expects us to know the times and the seasons and he'll show us things to come. He shows us when things aren't right. If you're spirit filled with the Spirit and you're in a meeting and the preacher or somebody says something and all of a sudden your spirit is saying, say, wait a minute, there's something wrong with this. The Holy Ghost will show you when things aren't right. He gives boldness. He gives supernatural faith. Now that faith is one of the gifts of the Spirit. We'll talk about that in a little bit, time permitting. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you something about faith. This faith, this gift of faith, is of such a nature that it will not take no for an answer. When you have the gift of faith, honey, you're going to start producing something. Come on. Now, I said all that to say this. Think, you don't have to raise your hand, but just think for a moment. Wouldn't you like to be the person with so much faith that you're doing something for God? We'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. He heals and delivers. Hmm. He anoints. It takes an anointing to make a difference. The anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. All you need is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You can destroy a yoke of bondage. You can lay hands on a drug addict and see him set free. We could get into that. He brings joy. I've been on both sides of this fence. Joy is better. I used to be an angry man. And I think my wife will have stars in her crown putting up with me. But back in the 90s, and you know, I don't really care if you like this guy or not, but back in the 90s, I went to some Rodney Howard Brown camps. And I said to God, I'll give you my anger if you'll give me your joy. It didn't happen overnight, but it happened. 
he did and I did. I'm still happy. Oh, yeah. Happy's better. <laughs> oh, we did God. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he cleanses. He cleanses. You say, well, why do you say that? You get that when you get salvation. Yeah, but you get saved and you still bring junk in with your salvation because you've been full of it for a long time. The junk, I mean, yeah. huh? So the whole, yeah. You know, I used to, I used to preach that the Holy Ghost will not fill an unclean vessel. That wasn't true. The truth is, He'll fill you so you can get rid of the junk. Yeah. He'll give you power to get rid of the junk. You don't have to have. You don't have to be bound by sin. You've been set free. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. He gives authority. <laughs> you have authority according to the word of God. Huh? Power in the blood, power in the word, power in the Holy Ghost. How much more power do you need? Come on. Oh, hallelujah. But it's only good if you use it. If you don't use it, no good. That means you ought to use it. He, touch, he teaches us. Yeah, he touches. He teaches us. Give him time, he'll teach you. He reveals Jesus. Now, I'll try not to get stuck on this one, but I, I'm usually stuck on it because I really believe we need a revelation here. And that is this. He convinces us that we're righteous. You know, I've been around for a while, and, and, and I can remember when we used to have testimony services, you know, but I never heard anybody get up and say, you know, I'm thankful that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I never heard it. You know why? Because we don't believe it. But, honey, I got news for you this morning. We are the righteousness of Jesus Christ. I'm getting some feedback. You're going to have to convince yourself. See, the Holy Ghost is trying to convince you if you just believe it. We're the righteousness of God in Christ. He gave, you give Jesus your sin. He did to you his righteousness. You couldn't earn it. You couldn't get good enough for it. Seniority wouldn't get it. It's just God saying, I'll give it to you. Oh, wow. That's something to be thankful for. He leads, he guides, he directs us. He tells us what to say. Hmm? Okay. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11, we have the nine gifts of the Spirit. For to one is given the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, to another faith, that's the faith I was talking about, to another gifts of healing, it's in the plural Gifts are, are in the pro there to, to another working of miracles. Now, if you get the gift of faith and you get the gift of miracles, honey, I'll tell you what, you got something going. It takes the gift of faith to work miracles. I believe that. But I want to tell you something. Wouldn't it be nice if you could work miracles in the name of Jesus? You know, just say, Lord, whatever you do, I'll give you the glory. 
I'm not doing this for myself, but I want to see this done. You have the initiative. You have the right to covet these gifts. Covet earnestly the best gifts, Jesus said. Come on, saints. There's more. There's more than going to church on Sunday morning. All right. All these gifts so that we can be his hand extended. Huh? So that we could fulfill the great commission. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Now go in my authority, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to be faithful in all I've commanded you. Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Oh, hallelujah. The disciples were troubled after Jesus was crucified until he showed up alive. (laughs) And he gave them the great commission, told them to tarry until. They sat, they stood, they praised, they sang, they prayed. There was a a 10-day period that they're tarrying. Hmm? Yeah, and and on the day of Pentecost, 9 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden, the sound of a rushing, mighty wind. And all of a sudden, everybody's at attention. Tongues of fire. The next scene, they're in the streets. Speaking 18 different languages, telling the wonderful works of God in languages they did not know. Peter's different now. He's bold, he's not ashamed. He gets up in the name of Jesus and preaches a short sermon and 3,000 people get saved. Do we have a heart for the lost? There are more than one way to fill a church. You can pray them in. You can preach them in, hmm? or you can Pentecostal them in. <laughs> yeah. Could it be? Could it be that we need a fresh baptism of fire? How about more power? How about more gift manifestations? Oh, Lord. I'm winding it up. Now the clincher. John 14, 12. Jesus said in John 14, 12, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, 
and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. And every time I read this, I'm saying, my God, this verse haunts me because I don't think I've done what you've done. But your word says I can do what you did. I am your hand extended. I've got the Holy Ghost. I'm the righteousness of God. (laughs) Everything Jesus did, he did as a man filled with the Holy Ghost. And he's he's my brother. And whatever Father gave to him, I get an equal portion according to the word of God. Where are we missing it? Can we say, oh God, we don't want to miss it. We want more. Pour out. Pour out of your spirit until the power is manifest in me. Pour out of your word until faith is solid in my soul. Let me do what you did. Let me heal the sick. Let me cast out devils. Let me raise the dead. We don't have any lepers here. I don't don't think so. Okay, okay. (laughs) When you stand before God, what are you going to present to him? If you're standing before God, chances are you're in heaven and you'll stay there. You're not going to get kicked out of heaven, okay? But what about reward? What are you... What, what are you going to have to say, this is what I've done with my life? I, you know, I keep saying, why am I here, Lord? I ought to be up there with you. But apparently what I'm supposed to be doing, I haven't done yet, and so he still got me here. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I want to do what Jesus did. If you want to do what Jesus did, then let's pray for a fresh fire. Let's pray for a fresh anointing. Let's pray for power to be manifested in our lives. Hallelujah. Let's tell God we're hungry and we're thirsty. Now, here's my altar call. Tell God, I want the Holy Ghost. Let's say it together. God, I want the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Tell God, you have to do this on your own now. If there's anything that would hinder you, anything that would hinder you from being filled, tell God, I want it under the blood. You know, you may have had some bad teaching. We've got some people who had bad teaching, and they have a hard time. It ain't their fault. Somebody just didn't do them right. 
whatever it is. God, we want it under the blood so that the spirit can flow from our innermost being out of our belly. He'll tell you what it could be. Maybe it's unforgiveness. Maybe you're bitter. I don't know, whatever. He'll let you know. I don't know. Now, when we get to that point, then let's just drink. And what, when, I, when I say that, I'm saying let's just breathe in the Holy Ghost. Just breathe him in. Breathe him in. Breathe him in. Just, just right now, close your eyes and just breathe. And tell yourself, breathe in, in your spirit, Lord. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Hallelujah. Whew. See, if you're worshiping with your lips, you're saying words, you're talking. But if you drink and you ain't talking and you're worshiping him in your heart, you will hear words that are not familiar. You'll hear words you don't understand. And all you do is speak them out. Just speak them out. Okay. Now, John said this, and with this I close. You have an unction from the Holy One. Paxton, I think I need you back up here. And uh, and I am just gonna, you know, I I don't I'm, I don't put no pressure on anybody. This is something. If you want it, you can have it. But if you want it, I want you to get up out of your seat and just come and form a line. And I just wanna, I just wanna lay hands on you. It ain't me. It's God. If you want the gifts, come up here. God, I want the gifts. If you if you think you've run out, you know, we leak. We leak without trying. We're like colanders. If you don't keep yourself filled, you leak. You want to be refilled? Just come on up. And if nobody comes, well, then I'll just turn it over to pastor and let him get after you for a while. Come, come, come. Guess who's coming? A pastor. <laughs> Guess who's coming? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Glory to God. I was hoping you'd come up here. I want to talk to you. Did I do any good today? Did you get anything out of this? Just drink 
And I'm just going to come and lay hands on you. Um, glory to God. I'm going to tell Lenny. Just stand behind these folk. Don't touch them. Just stand behind them in case they fall out. Glory to God. Give him what he needs, Lord, to turn that city right side up. Let the power flow to him. Let the love flow through him. Glory to God. You are awesome. Hold your hands up. This is the receiving mode. <laughs> Jesus. Let the power of the Holy Ghost flow through my sister. In the name of Jesus. That's it. That's the power of God. That's the power of God all over you, darling. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Your words is out of Bill's belly would flow this precious oil. This precious Holy Ghost. It's all over him, God. This ministry is taking place. I want to say this. It's going to continue to minister. The Lord was speaking to me right there on the front row. And one of the things he dropped in my spirit was that we needed to lay hands on Osi. That, that dad and I needed to lay hands on Osi because there were some things that he's going to need. That his family's going to need. That his wife's going to need in this season Jesus. that he didn't need in a past season. Mm. And, and I was thinking about that, thinking, okay, well, when it's, when it's my turn, I'll get up there and, and lay hands on him. And then what did he do? He's the first one to the altar. And, and the Lord spoke to me again that the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12 and 14 that, it's, that yes, it's however the Spirit wills, he'll pour out whatever gift he determines. But he says that we must desire we must desire it. And I'm speaking to someone in here, and I'm speaking to someone there. We must desire the gifts of the Spirit. He'll, he wills it. He'll distribute it, but we got to desire it. So I want you right now all over this place to stand. If you're in your living room, your bedroom, stand. If you're in your car, pull over and, and get out of your car and stand before God. And I want you to, if, if you desire, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to make you, but if you desire gifts of the Spirit to flow through you, there's some gifts that you don't have 
but you need for this next season. You don't have right now, but you need for this next season. Some of you are not like O.C. and Nicole. You don't know what the next season holds. They don't know completely, but they know they're stepping into a new season. They're stepping into a new day. But some of you, you just know something's coming, but you don't know what it is yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Dr. Abraham and Sheila, when you came last year, you didn't know that you were stepping into a new season. You thought you were just going to continue to do some of the same things that you've been doing. But yet there were things stirring in your hearts that there was something new coming, but you couldn't describe it. So you were just going to continue in the same track. Go to India, come back. Go to India, come back. But the Lord in this season, what the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it for your good. God has turned your ministry around for his good. And there's a gift that you need. I want you to come right here. Come on right here. God is about to pour out a gift. I'm talking to somebody who's been in ministry for decades, and yet God's about to pour out something fresh, something new, something fresh, something new. Pastor Simon, come here, stand right behind him. Pastor Simon, come and stand right behind them. Something fresh, something new for this season, for this day, for this hour, God is saying I'm releasing it on you now in Jesus' name. I'm releasing it on you now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, fresh, fresh, fresh fire. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. <laughs> fresh fire. Because the Lord says, I'm stepping, I'm stepping up. I'm stepping up your game. I'm not backing down. I'm stepping up your game right now. And I'm going to supply every need according to my treasury, according to my treasure house. Gifts that you need in Jesus' name. Pour it out now. Pour it out now. Pour it out now. Pour it out now in Jesus' name. Woo! As a couple, I'm stepping you up in Jesus' name. And there's things I'm pouring out on you that you won't be able to describe in the natural. You'll only be able to say it was the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. 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 Come on, if you want a if you want a new gift for a new season, this is what the Lord is saying. Just lift your hand right now. I know my hands are not lifted because I'm an example. My hands are lifted because I need a new gift for this new season. Father God, we ask you. You are the giver of the Holy Spirit, and you pour the Holy Spirit through Jesus, your Son, to be poured out on His church. We're asking for a new gift for a new season. 
We're asking for a new gift for a new season. I hear the Holy Spirit saying, you're about to get vocal. You're about to get vocal, but it's not for the things that this world wants to hear. It's for what they need to hear. And the Holy Spirit's about to give you words because some of you are going to go before those in authority. You're going to go before what would be in the in, in the Old Testament, New Testament, kings and those in authority, but government officials, school officials, school boards. Come on. Some of you are going to be going before bosses, before corporate people. I don't know. And God is going to give you words in that moment that you're going to speak boldly. God's going to give some of you words that you need to speak that are going to be bold and prophetic. I want you to ask this. 1 Corinthians 14 says that we should desire the gifts, but we should also desire prophecy above even those gifts. So I want you right now to ask for prophecy. Come on, just say, Holy Spirit, I desire the gift of prophecy. I desire the gift of prophecy. I want to proclaim the right now word of God to those I come into contact with on a day-by-day basis and on a unique basis. In the name of Jesus, God, I desire the gift of prophecy so that I may speak encouragement, so that I may speak love and discernment, so that I may speak what is needed in the moment in Jesus' name. God, we desire prophecy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Some of you are being uh, given a word right now for your neighbor or for your friend. You think it's for the whole church, but actually it's for the person next to you. If, if that's you, you give it right now to that individual. Right now, you just say, I hear the Lord saying it may be a scripture. It may be an encouragement. And you think you're supposed to come grab the mic, but you're not. What you're supposed to do is turn to your neighbor right now. It's for them. So whoever that is, that may, I think that's, that's multiple people. Right now, you just need to step out in faith. You just ask for it. He administers it because of the desire that's there. He administers it. Now, activate it in Jesus' name. So, this is what I think the Lord is saying right now. I think the Lord is speaking right now. Go ahead. Just do it. This is appropriate. Hallelujah. Just keep seeking the Lord. Keep seeking the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Last night I asked Dad, I said, what are you preaching today? He told me I'm going to continue what's been going the last two weeks. And then we had a little, just a short little prayer meeting last night at the house. And just during that little short prayer meeting, I heard the Holy Spirit say this, and I'm going to leave you with this. That in the New Testament, when the Holy Spirit came in Acts chapter 2, we've talked about how that, that in the Old Testament, He would come on specific people for specific times. How in the New Testament, He comes upon His church. But this is what I heard the Holy Spirit say. In the church today, we've gone back to Old Testament times. And we think that the anointing is only for the preacher, the prophet, the teacher, the unique ones, 
the ones that are super spiritual. And we have said those people are anointed. But we forget that when he poured his spirit out, he said, upon all flesh, your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men, your old men, your young maidens, your old maidens. Come on, somebody. On the church, I want you to close your eyes right now, and I want you to make a declaration as we prepare to go out of this place today. Say, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord, with justice and might, to proclaim to my nation the words of God. I am anointed by the Holy Spirit and fire to do His will and to do His work in Jesus' name. If you believe that, lift your hands. God, I thank you. I praise you for that anointing that is upon us, God. And as we go from this place today, God, I say in the name of Jesus, we are being the sent ones. We're apostles in that sense. We're the sent ones sent out into our neighborhoods, into our families, into our fields, God. God, into our workplaces. We just bless them in the name of Jesus. And as we are scattered this week, God, we pray that the anointing will flow in powerful ways this week. God, we praise you, we honor you, and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. And everyone that agrees with that said, amen, amen. Are you happy? Are you happy? If you're not, get in the Holy Ghost. He'll make you happy. Amen? Amen. We love you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Make sure you greet Osi and Nicole and the kids and tell them how much you love them and appreciate them. God bless you.